Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit this morning. Amen. It's Pentecost Sunday, in case you didn't know. And, uh, but we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And uh, particularly the moving of the Spirit. Amen. And uh, uh, we, uh, you know, we've all kind of, you know, waiting on this great big re- outpouring revival. And it's kind of like sitting down and waiting to be saved. Revival's in us, people. Amen. Revival is in us. Hallelujah. And either you're either revived or you're dried. Amen. And uh, uh, we we I I believe that that we can just allow the Holy Spirit to move every day of our lives. You know, He's not limited by church. I learned that in the um, when I was a newer Christian and I was going to church and uh, we were going to church in Dubois County and I don't remember where, if it was Jasper or Huntingburg, but I had a dream the night before and uh, I, we were in a restaurant eating and our waitress had back problems and I seen uh, me praying for her and her being healed. So, you know, I woke up, I didn't have to call a psychic corner to know what my dream dream meant you know it was pretty plain and um you know you don't you don't have to go ask somebody to interpret your dream god wants to speak plainly to us amen and uh you uh you ask people and they may give you three or four interpretations that may not be the right thing that God's trying to speak to you but God will get it across to you and so it was pretty plain I knew what it meant and so the next day on Sunday we went to church and after church we went to this restaurant and there was a waitress that was in my dream and so you know I knew what was going to happen so uh, before we left I asked her if I could pray for her and she said I could and so I prayed for healing for her, for her back, and then I left. Well, why didn't you stay and ask? Because I'd already seen in the dream she was going to be healed. Amen. And so uh, the, the gifts of the Spirit are for everyday life. Um, you know, uh, however the Holy Spirit sees fit to move. We, we don't orchestrate Him. He orchestrates us. Amen. We just are open and yielded to Him. And we were in Home Depot one time, and I was getting some rugs from my patio out back. And uh, we were up by the service desk. I'd ordered them online, and so Greg had them loaded on a cart. And I felt the healing anointing come on me, and I'm looking. I'm like, I'm a-looking, where is this at? Who am I going to lay hands on? You know, who am I going to get you know, I was just like a lion after some food, after a prey. And uh, there was a couple over here with a little girl, and the little girl wasn't feeling well. And I said, Lord, is that it? And no, that wasn't who. So we were getting ready to go out the door, and Greg about took out this woman with our long rugs on the, the cart. 
And we happened to know that woman. So we're by the front entrance of Home Depot. And uh, that woman says, I've been looking for you. And at one time, the, the Methodist church next to us, their pastor's name was Greg Davis. So she thought that he pastored that church. And I pastored, you know, she didn't know where I pastored at, but thought he was there. And she'd been trying to get in contact because she was going to have surgery. And so I said, I thought, oh, I know where this is, this healing anointing supposed to go, you know. And uh, so I said, well, can we pray for you right now? So we laid hands on her and prayed for her. I don't know what happened, but I trust God that he healed her. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, years ago, my uncle had a serious operation up at Indianapolis, and I laid hands on him and prayed for him. And about a year ago, I found out he got healed at that time. He never said nothing. I never asked. You know, it, it, it's up to you know, it's up to God and that person. So I just do what the Word of God says. Amen. And so the Holy Ghost wants to move. Let's look at uh, John chapter sixteen. Hallelujah. John chapter 16 and verse 7. Are you there? And Jesus is getting ready to tell him that he's leaving. And, uh, and so he's preparing him that he's going to leave. But he says in verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Now, the Amplified said it is for your profit. Amen. It is profitable. And he says that I go away for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So it is to our advantage that we have the Holy Spirit. It is for our profit. Amen. It is for our increase. Hallelujah. You know, Smith Wigglesworth said that he, he doesn't think that we realize, or he said this years ago, that he didn't think people realized how important it was to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. It, it, it's so important. And uh, I, I remember a time in my life I thought, well, uh, I, I'm a strong, uh, strong-willed person, so I can just, uh, you know, uh, that's going to get me over. And it was like the Holy Spirit said, okay. You try it. It didn't work. Amen. We need the Holy Spirit. If we are going to be led by the Spirit, we need the Spirit. You know, I believe that we can never make a wrong choice or go a wrong direction if we'll just be led by the Spirit of God. Because He's going to lead us into what's increased in our lives. Amen. Now, the trouble is hearing. The trouble is sometimes hearing because there is a battle between our flesh and our spirit. Our flesh wants to do something and our spirit's trying to tell us something else. And we have to learn to listen to our spirit and not necessarily our flesh. Amen. But he says it's to your advantage that I go away. So we have the advantage. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the advantage. Amen. And uh, like I said, a lot of times... We are sitting and just waiting for, for the Holy Spirit to move or for that great revival to come and, and everything. And we're letting 
We're, we're, not, we're not utilizing the Holy Spirit. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? And we can get in such a routine, going to church, you know, uh, preaching, going home. I mean, I've been pastoring, uh, this is our 29th year, and uh, I've been pastoring, and you can, and as a, a pastor, you can get into a certain routine that becomes dry. That becomes dull. And you think, they don't enjoy it. I sure don't enjoy preaching it. Let's just all go home. And so lately, I've been learning to stir myself up like I used to be. I used to get up early to get excited about church. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I get up early to get excited. Amen. And so now I've learned to uh, get up late, but get excited. Amen. Amen. To get excited. And so, uh, you know, to, to, uh, you got to go to church prepared. But, you know, we, we don't have to hang on to this like, like we're, we're going to do this no matter what. Uh, we, had, uh, we, we had a move of the Holy Spirit here. I say a, it's probably a few months ago. In, in our church, but I think I said something during the offering. Do you remember the phrase I said? I was trying to remember, but I couldn't remember the phrase I said. But what it did, it just, the Holy Ghost just broke out. I was drunker than a skunk. I hadn't been that drunk for a long time. And uh, man, everybody got drunk. We got a, we got a, uh, my son-in-law was raised Methodist and he's kind of reserved. You guys all seen him. Uh, yeah, Reverend Cam, he was here. I'm glad they invited me back after they were here and stuff. So, And uh, he's married to my daughter, Reverend Jessica. And I'm Pastor Cassie's mom. Uh, and uh, anyway, but uh, he, he, you know, is pretty conservative. And uh, I slapped him on the back and said, run. And he ran like a Pentecostal. I said, we're getting that Methodist out of him. Amen. And uh, I had just a wonderful move of the Spirit, just a wonderful freshing. And, uh, but, you know, uh, we, we flowed with the Spirit. Amen. And uh, the Holy Spirit, I believe, wants to do more in our services and in our lives. But we have to watch that we just don't get into a rut. Amen. We don't get into a rut. You know, the Holy Ghost didn't care that we're supposed to pray for people at the end of the service. He wanted to pray for them now. Amen. Amen. And see, that's, that's learning to see what he wants and let's do what he wants. Amen. Because it'll work. Hallelujah. And so let's look over here at, uh, let's, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And verse 7, are you there? First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. There we go, that word profit, the advantage, the gain, 
the increase. Amen. It's it, you, when the Holy Spirit moves, whether you know it's in our personal life, we're ministering to someone out on the street, or in our church services. It's to increase us. It is to 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 bring gain to us. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we, we uh, need to be yielded to him. You know, we can grieve him. We can quench him. Hallelujah. You know, you, you, uh, we ought to come ready. We ought to come expecting. How is God going to move today? What is the Holy Spirit going to do today in our services? But if again, you can be at church for a while and you get settled in. You sit in the same chair. You get here at the same time. You, you do the same thing, and that will begin to take a toll on us spiritually. We uh, moved um, our church. We bought our own building, and we moved it just around the block to our own building. And one of our guys in our church put tape on the chair to make sure he got the exact same church. Well, I fooled him. I took the tape off. Amen? Because we don't want change. We want the same thing, then go home. We'll eat lunch here in about an hour and, uh, and do. But we've got to allow the Holy Spirit to have His way in our lives. If we're going to have to, if we're going to allow Him to have it in our way personally, then we have to learn to, have, let, to flow with Him and let Him have His way in our services. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We was, uh, it was in 2009, we were, there was just a few of us at church, and uh, we were worshiping the Lord, and uh, almost I heard a bunch of voices. And I thought, did a bunch of people come in? You know, and I looked around, and no, it was just us. I said, Lord, what's going on? He says, the angels have come to worship with you the angels have come to worship and our our format on Wednesday night is to do one song or two songs but if the angels are coming to worship guess what we're going to do we're going to worship you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out if they're coming to do something then we need to continue doing it so my two daughters were leading worship and praise and they're getting ready to quit and I'm going that means keep going, you know, right, right, keep go I seen that hand moving over there, I knew, we were going to keep going, <laughs> then I seen when this, that means we're stopping, right, right, and so I'm going to keep going, and they're looking at me, I'm keep it going, and so we worshiped, and Man, and some heard it, some didn't hear it, but it sounded like that whole place was vibrating. And so, what, you know, it's like, what, what do we do now? You know, what do you want to do? And so um, I got up there, and I remember one man come toward me, and I just pointed at him, and he did somersaults in the air, and down he went. We, it was just electric. The whole air, the whole thing was. Now, I wished every service was like that. It's not, but we yielded that night. We yielded to what God wanted to do. Amen? Hallelujah. And I believe the more we yield, that the more we're going to move into what God wants us to do. He's moving us in the plan. Amen? 
Uh, let's look over at uh, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, and look at verse uh, 2. It says, The earth was, out, was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering. The Spirit of God was hovering. That was before Hoover boards were even thought up. He was hovering over the face of the waters. Now, to, the, the word there, means, some translation says moved upon. Some says uh, brooding, uh, fluttering. Hovered means to stay close to, to move to and fro near a place, to stay somewhere because you are waiting to do something. Oh, don't you see the Holy Spirit just, just, just hovering in our services, just waiting till we're yielded to Him? Hallelujah, that he can do what he wants to do. Hallelujah. To stay somewhere because you are waiting to do something. To remain or linger in or near a place. Amen. So he's hovering. He's hovering, waiting. Amen. Waiting till we're yielded. Waiting to, till we create a place for him to move. Amen. And it don't take very many. Amen. It don't take very many. If we keep our hearts torn, torn toward God, not thinking about our lunch or, or you got to go visit Grandma Sally or whatever. But if we keep focused upon Him and what He wants, then we'll be yielded to Him. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I got some quotes here by Smith Wigglesworth. I want to read to you. If I can interpret my writing. Amen. It's like chicken scratch when I'm writing. It says, there are two sides to this baptism. Talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first is you possess the Spirit. The second is that the Spirit possesses you. Amen. He wants to possess us. He wants us to be yielded to Him. He, if He says move, we move. If he says go this direction, we go this direction. Years ago, somebody asked me, says, uh, you move well with the Holy Spirit. How do you do that? I said, it's like dancing. I let him lead. And if he wants to zig, we zig. If he wants to zag, we zag. Amen. Now, Greg and I have tried to dance, and Greg is all over the place. He's a good man, but he has no rhythm. Good man, but no rhythm. And so, but the Holy Ghost, he, he, he's a wonderful dancer. You just follow him, and he'll lead you and take you, you know. And, and so that's all you got to do. You just got to learn to be a good follower. Amen? Hallelujah. I like this. Pentecost came with the sound of a mighty rushing wind. A violent blast from heaven. Heaven has not exhausted its blasts, but our danger is that we are getting frightened of them. Amen? People, you know, they've created 
places have created with the fog machines and the loud music and the let, let's, let's get down with your bad self, you know. They've created a fleshly thing that is not a move of the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember years ago we went to um, see a minister and he was a guest at this church. And uh, uh, they, they, they were singing songs that were secular songs, rock and roll songs, but they changed the words to them. And uh, I don't care how much you change those words to that tune, you know that tune. You know that tune. If I go, hmm, 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 that's born to be wild in case you didn't recognize it. <laughs> Did you recognize it? Hey, maybe I do better humming than singing. Amen. And so they, they would pick out and they would get up there and dance to these secular songs, but they changed the words. And there was Greg on the end, then me and our two daughters. And they were picking out people that looked very conservative and dragging them up to make them dance. Now, this is nothing but the flesh. And so me and the girls, we just take a step over, you know, and we see them, they're eyeing Greg. They're eyeing Greg. And so we know they're coming after him. So we're distancing ourselves from him. No support for him. Amen. He's on his own. And so they come and they take his hand, his arm, and he pulls back, shakes his head no. For about five minutes a battle went on. But Greg prevailed. Hallelujah. Amen. See, you can't, you can't make, you can try to make things up, but it's no substitute for the moving of the Spirit. Amen. No substitute for the moving of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So you can have all your fog machines. You can have all your lights. You can play that funky music and, and do all of that. But you are still going to have a fleshly experience. And go home with nothing. Except you're happy that you sang a few songs. Amen. And so, but the, the Holy Spirit, he, he just wants so much more for us. Amen. And, you know, I know that there's been crazy things that have happened, you know, when the charismatic movement come out, people were learning. And crazy things have happened, but we don't throw out the Holy Spirit just because crazy things have happened. Amen. We, we still want the moving of the Spirit. We still want the stirring of the waters. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got a, a couple more quotes. You all right with me? It's not lunchtime yet, so we're okay. If the Spirit does not move me, I move the Spirit. In other words, uh, I'm going to use my faith and I'm going to step out and the Holy Spirit will meet me. Amen. If the Spirit does not move, then I'm going to move the Spirit. Smith Wigglesworth. Amen. And boy, wasn't he a man that, that uh, was used by the Holy Spirit, a man of God and, and a man of holiness and, and uh, uh, you know, listening to the Holy Spirit and, and following the flow of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, um, another quote of his is, God wants his people to be ablaze with the Holy Ghost activity. Amen. 
He wants us to be ablaze with Holy Ghost activity. Amen. The next one is the secret of spiritual success is a hunger that persists. It is an awful condition to be satisfied with one's spiritual attainment. God was and is looking for hungry and thirsty people. Amen. He's looking for hungry and thirsty people. And he wants us to be filled. Ephesians 5 tells us to be filled with the Spirit. Continually to be filled. Amen. Don't, don't use alcohol as a, a substitute for being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I know that's popular today, but I don't care what's popular in the world or what's popular in uh, what they deem. They don't want to be recognized as a church. And I wouldn't even call them a church. Amen. And I know that's a popular thing, but I'd rather be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you getting anything this morning? Let's go over to Romans chapter 12. Hallelujah. See, I've just made my mind up that I'm going to follow the Spirit of God. I'm going to flow with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he's going to lead me into uh, uh, profit. He's going to lead me into gain. Amen. uh, Romans 12. And let's look at verse 11. Hallelujah. And you know, the Holy Spirit don't always move the same way in every service. And we need to get that through our heads. Amen. If if he moves one way, one week, that doesn't mean he's going to move that way again next week. But we get that, oh, I like that, so therefore I want that every week. He's not a a carry-out. In other words, you can't call in your order and just, you know, we're to follow him. He's to lead. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. We're to let him lead us. Amen. And as long as we're open to him and hungry for him and want him in our lives and in our services, then he'll have what we need. He'll have what we need. Hallelujah. Romans 12 verse 11. Just one little verse here. And it says, the New King James says, not lagging in in diligence, fervor in spirit, serving the Lord. The Amplified says, aglow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord. Amen? Enthusiastically. That means with some enthusiasm. And to be aglow. Hallelujah. To be aglow in the Spirit. The Amplified Classic says, Be aglow and burning with the Spirit. It says, Never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor. Never lag in zeal. We shouldn't have to have pumped up by three or four songs to finally get us awake on Sunday mornings. We ought to be, we're ready. We're going to the house of God. I'm going to see what God's got for me today. Amen. It may come through the word. That's for everybody. 
But the Holy Ghost may move or he may quicken something somebody says or the word being preached and that's for me. Don't, go, don't sit there and say, oh, I wish Aunt Mary was here because she really needs to hear this. Aunt Mary's not there. You are. Amen? Amen? See, that's, that's, that's letting the Holy Spirit have his way in us. If you want to talk to me about something, if you want to correct me, if you want to, to fine-tune me, if you want to do, go ahead, Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm yours. I got ears to hear. Amen? Amen. Uh, another translation says, Don't hesitate to be enthusiastic. Be on fire in the Spirit as you serve the Lord. Be on fire. See, there should be a difference between us and the world. Be on fire. Hallelujah. Be boiling in the Spirit, says another translation. Keep the fires of the Spirit burning. The message says, keep yourselves fueled and aflame. You know, we grew up with a, a, a furnace in the basement, and it was a coal and wood furnace. And we'd burn wood during the day, but of a night we had to bank that fire. And so we'd put coal in to bank it because we had to have some embers in there. Because if you let your fire completely die out, it took forever to get it started again. And that furnace, you know, we had duck work going up, so it heated this big old house. And so we would have to bank that fire and make sure there were some embers left so that it come morning time, we could put more wood and more coal in and take right off. Amen? Hallelujah. We got to keep ourselves stirred up. Isn't that what Paul told uh, Timothy? Stir up the gift that was given to you by the laying on of hands. Stir it up. Hallelujah. Shake. Stir. Jude says we got to pray in the Holy Ghost. Build up our most holy faith. Hallelujah. Amen. How about singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs? Hallelujah. That'll keep us stirred. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, they said that at the Azusa Street Revival, whenever the congregation would begin to sing in the Spirit, the glory would just fall. The glory would fall. The fire would come down from heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, sometimes if it depended on us, there wouldn't even be a little smoke. So we've got to keep ourselves... You all are looking at me like I'm completely nuts. We've got to keep ourselves... I'm stirred up. Okay. Good. Does your husband or wife know you're stirred up? Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. We, we've got to, to be available to him. We have to be available to him. Hallelujah. You know, uh, that, uh, I, I, I'm just so grateful that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That our help is in us. Amen. And a lot of times we're not stirred up enough to draw out our help. Or we can't hear our help. You know what I'm saying? 
Hallelujah. Because we're, we're too, too cardin. cardinal, you know, cardinal, cardinal. They're not going to get it. Yeah, they won't let me even say it at my church. They all start, you know, yeah. Meathead, yeah, meathead's a good one. Too fleshly, amen. And so, you know, my message is to us today is keep ourselves stirred up. Because as you go on, you know, with the Lord, you can, you can let yourself get, you know, life will try to push you down. And you've got to come out from under that and keep yourself stirred up. Amen. Stirred up. Hallelujah. So that when you get to church, they don't have to sing five songs to get you stirred up. Amen. Or, or you know, we don't think you're dead and we need to carry you out. Right? Amen. I, I, you know, I used to help do worship years ago till I think the last time I helped was, we remember those um, overhead projectors or those overheads? Yeah, we still got ours. I'm not getting rid of that. We still got ours, and we'd put the songs up. Well, my sister was the one putting the songs up, and she got the order mixed up. Well, I didn't know, and I was trying to sing the wrong words to a different song. I was just making it work, but everybody else quit on me, you know, and started laughing. So that was the end of my worship leading. I thought, well, forget it. Amen. But hallelujah. But, uh, uh, you know, staying stirred up, singing psalms, singing hymns to us, not rehearsing our, our problems or rehearsing uh, the bad things that's happened to us or, or you know, because that'll drag you down. That will drain you. Amen? That will drain you. But keeping yourself stirred up, thinking about the goodness of God, thinking about the good things He's did for you and that He was doing now and that He wants to do. Amen? Hallelujah. And keeping ourselves stirred up and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Continue being filled. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me see if I want to go any other place. I think I'm about done. I think I about went every place I need to go. Amen. And uh, uh, hallelujah. To, to sing songs and, and praises and stay stirred up. You know, I remember when I first got filled with the Holy Ghost and uh, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And boy, the devil come. Uh, I had a vision that night. We were in the Methodist church and uh, uh, somebody come in. As a matter of fact, they were from Evansville and they were an alcoholic, but they didn't realize they were an alcoholic. And they hit um, a woman on a bicycle with the baby, killed the baby. And so the man lost everything. His wife divorced him. He lost his business. He lost everything and went to prison and got born again. And uh, so once he got out of prison, served his time, he was in the grocery store. And here he's seen that woman. And here she had another baby. And she had got born again and went up and forgave him. So he would go around to the the churches and talk about you know being set free from that and and uh, uh, you know that that what God had did in his life and at the time my dad was uh, an alcoholic and my you'd ask my dad he would deny it but he was and uh, if you can't stop with one you got a problem 
And so he was. And um, so that night, the man asked people to come up to the altar to pray for loved ones if they had loved ones. And so um, we had asked for the Holy Spirit about six months before, but we didn't know you had to move your mouth. We didn't know, you know, we, we thought God was just going to zap us, you know, and and make us do things, you know, but I was willing to do whatever had to be done, you know. So that night I went up to the altar for my dad, and God gave me a vision of him sober. And uh, the wrinkles, my dad had aged so bad from drinking, and uh, the wrinkles were so awful on his face. But when he got, and so I had that vision of my dad, and uh, he looked so much younger of being free from alcohol. So I went home that night. I was just praising God. And Greg was over there sleeping. And I was just praising God. And to myself quietly, you know. And thanking God for giving me that that uh, that vision of my dad. And I know he's going to be saved and stuff. And I started praying in tongues. And I, and I was laying in bed. And I felt like I was floating up off that bed. But I wasn't. But I started praying in tongues. I thought. I've got it. So the next morning, uh, you know, I didn't tell Greg yet. And so the next morning I got up and I thought, I'm going to try that again. Yeah. And so I prayed in tongues. I thought, oh, boy, I've got it. And the devil, he comes right on the scene. And he says, you're making that up. You're, you're, you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. You're making that up. And I said, devil, you're a liar. See, if we just recognize the devil is a liar. When he tells us things, why do we even entertain it? He is a liar. There's no truth in him. And I said, devil. And I had um, some CDs of some services with an evangelist. And they were praying in the spirit and that. So I said, you're going to hear this. So I turned on that CD. Well, it was probably a, a cassette tape back then. It was probably a cassette tape. And I cranked that up, and I started praying in tongues with him. I said, now take some of that, devil. Take some of that, devil. And, you know, he left, and he never bothered me again with that. Amen. Hallelujah. And so uh, I am so grateful to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm grateful to be saved. I'm so grateful to be filled with the Holy Ghost that I have the advantage that He's going to lead me into the plan of God for my life. I, I just have to follow Him. He's going to lead me into what He has for me. Well, you're 68. You think there's more? I think so. There's a whole lot more. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm just beginning. Amen. I, I feel like there's a whole lot more. Now, I'm, I, you know, I'm not the kind that I get to a certain age that I'm going to sit down and forget and just, you know, just I'm going to keep moving toward more. Amen. Amen. I'm going to keep moving toward more because I'm going to stay hungry and I'm going to stay thirsty for Him. Amen. I'm going to stay hungry for Him, thirsty for Him, th hungry and thirsty for His Word, for His Spirit. Amen. For whatever He has for me. Amen. Because it's going to be good. Amen. It's going to be good. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.